Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Women Thrive Podcast. I am super, super excited because I am the guest host today for the simple reason that I am actually interviewing the founder and the host of this podcast, Miss Ramunda Jan. I could not be more excited to be sitting in this seat right now. Um, we are talking about someone that is so incredibly dynamic just in her being, just in, in when she shows up. It is amazing. And you will get to experience that firsthand. But before I let her speak, since I am in the hosting chair, I would like to read a little snippet of her bio for you. She is a serial entrepreneur, a best-selling author, the founder of Women in Business Community and Women Thrive Summit. And in just a few short years, Ramonda has grown her community from zero, from zero to 600,000 women globally. That is absolutely amazing. Now, Ramonda is known for her work in women empowerment, building a Women Thrive media platform, okay? Hey, this is a complete movement we have going here, including a magazine, an annual summit, a TV show, this very podcast. And her mission is to create a global platform for female entrepreneurs to have a voice and share their stories. So without further ado, welcome to your show, Ramonda. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kurt. It has been such a wonderful opportunity to meet you on this journey. And I am so grateful to have you volunteer to interview me on our own podcast. And I always love sharing my story with the women and hope that it will inspire and motivate someone. Well, you know what? Like I said a few moments ago, you just showing up is an inspiration in itself. You just like elude the brilliance um, of your uniqueness and what is really, really inside of you. It just comes out. I would love if you would start your story in your early 20s when you lost your own voice, which kind of spearheaded you along to make sure that women had a platform and a voice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have always been really entrepreneurial woman and have always wanted to build my own business and have the freedom, freedom in how I want to live my life and freedom to really pursue my own ideas, goals and dreams. And in my early 20s, I started a business um, that was sustainability business where um, it was an innovative solution for people to refill their bottles. So my my goal was to really reduce the plastic waste and pursue a big enough goal and idea, a business that I wanted to see in the world. And now this business 
was a very exciting business at the time. I had a lot of confidence. I had, I didn't know what failure was at the time because I just started my first business out of university, out of um, just finishing my business degree. And it was a very exciting time. So I poured in all my energy, my time into this business. And unfortunately, a few years later, I realized that it wasn't going to go anywhere. So I had to, a few years later, to accept defeat and really start to look for something else, for another business idea, for another project, which at that time, it really crushed my confidence in pursuing another business idea or pursuing another project because now I was scared of failure. I was scared of what's next. So in my pursuit, I guess at that time, I was quite vulnerable and looking for, for a solution to my life. And through that, I fell into a relationship, fell into a long distance relationship, which unfortunately was pretty toxic and it wasn't healthy at all. And I had my heart broken and I had, I guess, treated in in a very bad way where at the end of this relationship, I felt really violated and I felt like my confidence was ripped off of me even more so than I have already had with my business. And after our last encounter at a breakup, I felt like I couldn't even speak anymore. I went to see my mom um, and we went on holiday to my home country in Lithuania. And usually what would be a really happy time with your family and friends, actually for me, this was the biggest nightmare because we were surrounded by family friends and I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak up at all. I couldn't even speak to my mom to tell her what was wrong. She knew what was going on in my life but I couldn't actually tell her exactly what was going on because I couldn't understand myself. And I went on this journey of not having my voice for two years, not knowing my own personal identity anymore and not having any confidence. Even writing a social media post for me was the biggest challenge. And I would look in a mirror and I wouldn't see myself. I just saw a shadow of myself. That confident girl who set out in her early 20s at 21 or 20 to start a business, to create an impact, to build a, a positive, sustainable business with a big mission and not having any fear. Now this woman had all the fears of the world, didn't see myself as the person that I was before, and I didn't have a voice. So that experience has really... I guess, inspired me now to do what I do today. That's, you know, um, unfortunately, that is an all too familiar place that women find themselves in. And I'm so grateful that you are willing to share you know, to be transparent about your journey, because there's so many women out there that need to hear that they're not alone in their struggle. You know, we as women, we we take on so much. And and like you said, you just you did not feel like you could articulate what was going on with you. And so often women go through that and they shrink into a shell. I am so grateful that you evolved 
out of it? What helped you to move from not feeling that you could speak, from losing your voice to starting this global platform? How did you transition from that place? Well, at a time, I I didn't know what was going on with me, but I knew I was in depression and I didn't know where to seek for help. I was too afraid to speak to anybody. I couldn't speak to anybody because I couldn't process it myself. So I didn't know anything about coaching. I didn't know there was support or coaches or mentors who would help me. So I really taken the time for myself to heal to spend the time to search within what was within myself. And actually, without any support, I had to slowly, slowly try to find my own way out of it. I didn't have the support. I didn't, I didn't have any, you know, anybody that actually knew what was going on with me because, again, I was too afraid to speak about it because of my experience and how I felt violated. And I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed of my choices. I felt ashamed of my failure. And we, when we feel ashamed of something, that really prevents us from shining a light, from being who we are authentically. And I think going through this experience, I realized that we women have internal power, internal strength, to build ourselves back again. I know now that there is support. I know now that where I would have to reach out for help if this ever happened to me again. But in your 20s, you really feel lost and you don't know. And in fact, this story didn't actually come to light till many years later because I suppressed it. I put it to the side and I said, I will never want to share this story with anyone ever again. I said, I don't want to look at it I don't want to remember it. So a lot of the times when we go through traumatic experiences, we try to suppress it and we try to forget about it and move on. But at some stage in your life, these experiences come back again, whether to haunt you, to teach you a lesson, to to surface back up so you can learn the lesson, whatever was going on in, in your life at that time. In 2021, I joined Mr. Les Brown's mentoring program to become a speaker. And by this time, I have already been hosting events and doing public speaking. And on one of the first sessions, as we were getting to know each other, Mr. Les Brown said to me, Raimondo, you joined this program and I want to find out why do you want to speak? And in that moment, my heart just just went... Went a little bit crazy and I I dug deep because during these sessions, you really have to open up. And I asked myself in that split second, why do I want to speak? And that experience in my 20s came up to surface. It was like a download to say, this is why you need to speak. Because you have been through the experience of actually losing your voice and your identity And only through speaking and healing yourself now, you will be able to transform the lives of others. So this journey hasn't been easy. And I can relate to women who may not have the confidence, may not have their voice or have been suppressed or have been told to stay quiet. Mm -hmm. But when Mr. Les Brown has asked me this question, the story really came to light. And since that day, 
I've been able to start to share that story and heal my own wounds through that experience. That's incredible. Um, you, you went a step further and you actually wrote a USA best-selling book um, entitled Younger Self, The Younger Self Letters. Okay. Yeah. Show them the book. Awesome. Awesome. What are some of the things that you tell your younger self in the book? So this is a collaborative book. Uh, not only myself, but other female entrepreneurs and business owners who share their own struggles and struggles of how they overcame challenges in life. Telling myself now is not to be afraid, not to be afraid and not to be ashamed. Like I say, we carry so much shame in from our life experiences of the things that we have gone through and we hide our light and the world needs our voice. The world needs our stories. And there was a quote that I, I've written in this book, which also came through the training, uh, the speaker training with Miss Les Brown. And my quote is, let your wounds be your inspiration, your story, your motivation, and your voice, your secret weapon to inspire others. That's an incredibly powerful quote. <laughs> it truly, truly is. And, and you're being very modest because you said that you were mentored by him, but you also hosted a summit for and with him. Tell us, tell us about that experience. Well, it was an amazing experience. Uh, when I joined the community, it really felt like family. And... There were so many incredible speakers. And on some of the first sessions, Mr. Les Brown asked me whether I would use my skills to support the speakers on the program. So, of course, me being me and being really passionate about events, I've been hosting events since 2017 and summits, uh, international summits since 2020. I didn't hesitate to say yes. Of course, I would love to do that. The experience was phenomenal because all the speakers were amazing and, of course, trained by one of the most legendary public speakers like Mr. Les Brown was such an experience to have his training and his leadership. And his leadership is so phenomenal in the sense that his values and how he pours his heart and soul into each speaker has really taught me how how to pour into my own community, how to lead with integrity and love and support for your members. So I've learned so many skills through that experience and hosting more than 20 speakers for one day summit for him and actually putting myself in between some of the best speakers. And I remember I didn't actually have time to prepare my own talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you're a host believe me you always leave yourself to the last absolutely absolutely <laughs> so the morning I worked on my talk tonight before but the morning of the show I knew we had to open up and I was in the bathroom getting ready and I kept thinking about what does my audience need to know what does the person attending this summit really need to know and I wasn't 100% prepared, but I was so passionate. And I put myself between two of the best speakers on the program. And I said, this is no pressure at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
the time ticking and I could see my, the whole schedule just moving so fast. <laughs> and I'm feeling so nervous to do this talk. And I saw Mr. Les Brown and his son join uh, to hear us as well. And the the last speaker before me has finished. And when I saw everyone in the room and I said, this is my opportunity. This is my chance to share my message. And I talked about entrepreneurs having a vision and climbing a mountain of, of our vision and getting to the top. But as we climb the mountain of our own vision, not, we have to realize that not everyone is going to have the same vision and not everyone are going to be on the same path as you. So as you climb that mountain, you have to realize that at some points you will have to walk that walk on your own. You will have to let go of people. There will be people who will not see your vision. And there were times in my life when people around me, my own family and friends did not see the same vision as I did. And they didn't see the same vision for me. But I had a vision of what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do in my life. And I had to have that conviction and confidence and strength of character in order to keep pursuing that vision to get to my mountain. Because it wasn't their mountain. It was my mountain. So I shared this message on the summit and had a wonderful feedback and just super grateful for the opportunity to do that. That's incredible. You you mentioned that you started doing your own events in 2017 and actually took on the global stage in 2020. How did that evolution happen? I mean, that's just three years. It's like, that's a major accomplishment in such a short period of time. How did you do that? The women, uh, women in business community, which we founded in 2018 officially, uh, when we first started, it was merely a passion project because I've been entrepreneurship for quite a while. I always felt a little bit alone. Like, you know, there, there's not always like-minded people in your network or your family or your friends. And this is what I mean about climbing our own mountain. So when I came up with this idea to host an event, and call it women in business, I didn't realize how successful it would be. And women just kept coming and asking, when is the next event? When are you doing this again? And I said, I don't have a plan for this. <laughs> I didn't set out to create, I just want, I, this was a passion project. <laughs> but a year later, I realized that this was more than a passion project. This was community, this was impactful, and this is what was needed by other female entrepreneurs. So in 2017, it was a London event. And we continued to do two to three events and every event just got bigger and better. We had more support, more attendees. And my own community started to become international. It was international from the very beginning. And as women were connected to me and some of the women actually flying out from different parts of the world, we always had speakers from various parts of Europe. We had speakers flying from um, United States numerous times and we had actually a speaker flying from Australia to be part of our event in London so realizing and recognizing that women are willing to travel so far to be part of our events I felt like this isn't a local platform this is a global platform 
and we have to do more. So my goal and my mission has always been to, to build an international platform and events for women. So in 2019, I said, okay, 2020 is the year. We had big hopes for 2020. We all thought that this is going to be a big evolution all around. So I set out and I put six events on our agenda for the year. Atlanta, New York City, uh, Los Angeles, Toronto, Ibiza and London. And at the start of planning this first event in Atlanta from London, I only knew one person who flown in to London to be part of our event. And after a lot of research, I thought Atlanta would be a great place for us to do our first event. So we booked a venue of 250 people, our biggest yet. Uh, We booked eight speakers and we set out. Two months later, I already had more than 2,000 people on our database of our email list. Atlanta has become our top third city of our audience. And I was connecting with the media, so many amazing people, the vendors, the sponsors in the local area. So I knew this event was going to be a success. But this wasn't reflected in the tickets because the pandemic was moving so fast. And everybody started to have this fear of what's going to happen. So a few weeks, it was maybe two and a half, maybe three weeks to go to the event. And our health secretary in the UK got COVID. So when this happened, I knew this was a wrap. This wasn't going to move forward and the borders were going to get shut down. So I, tears in my eyes, I reached out to my speakers first, to my team, and I notified them that the event is going to be cancelled. And the following day, we cancelled the event. So many people reached out to me and said, we were praying for you that this event would go forward. (laughs) But we had to accept the defeat. And we had to accept at the time that it wasn't just me going through this particular experience. It was everybody globally going through the very same experience. Mm -hmm. So I knew that this wasn't exclusive to me. We were all facing these difficult times. So when that happened... Of course, it was very heartbreaking, having invested more than two, three months to create this event and, you know, go all the way into creating this, organizing this event. But I wasn't going to give up and I wasn't going to give up on the women who were supporting me and the community. And within the same week, I spoke to my team and my team have told me, we can do this. We're going to, we can pivot And let's pivot into a virtual summit. And I have been wanting to do a virtual summit, knowing that we have a global audience, but never really having the time because we always, you know, wanted to do live events because live events are so wonderful and the experience, connections, all of those things are amazing. So within a few weeks, we only had maybe three to four weeks to pivot. I put out a call for more speakers and there were hundreds of speakers reaching out. And I felt like during this pandemic, people just wanted to speak. They wanted to share their message. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. if not now, then when? Exactly, yeah. Everybody had the urgency to do something. So the first event was very, very successful. We had nearly 2,000 people register. We've gone from 250 people. to 2,000. You 10 x it. (laughs) (laughs) We went from... 
eight speakers to 32 speakers or 34 speakers for that event. And what I realized later on, which I didn't know at the time, that most virtual summits are pre-recorded to, you know, to save the technical glitches and all of that. We ran this event live for five days, 34 speakers, mm. six or seven sessions every single day. Mm. Everything was just live. As I later found out, I was a little bit crazy to do that. <laughs> ah, crazy is as crazy does. <laughs> so this is how. But you, you pulled know. it off. That's the key. That's the key. We have to be, if we are going to be honest with ourselves, there's got to be a little bit of cray cray in us to have the goals that we are, are pushing toward because a rational person would say, no, <laughs> but you pulled it off. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And you have now evolved to 2021 and we are in 2022. Tell us about the Women Thrive Summit coming up this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been amazing. I didn't think that the one event would turn into what it is today. Uh, 2021 was a very successful event. Again, we had more people attend, even more speakers and bigger impacts. We had a lot of media coverage. We talked about diversity, inclusion. We talked about body confidence, women empowerment, discussing the topics that are very important to us as women. So as a result of having so much amazing impact, I was inspired to pull the content into a magazine, which became the Women Thrive magazine. And this is when we launched it just after our summit. And this year, I'm excited to do, in 2022, I'm excited to do another Women Thrive Summit. And this has evolved into our annual event for the Women History Month, because I believe this, this particular month is marks um, achievements of women. This is a time to celebrate our skills, our impact in the world, the history of women, the things that we have had to go through and overcome, all the challenges we had to rise in order to be where we are today. And I know the challenges that we face even today are still not over. We may be more empowered. We may have our voices back. We may have leadership positions. We may have presidents as women, but our challenges are still not over. So we must still continue doing this work. We must still continue building our own platforms to have our voices and discuss the topics that are very important. So this year, I'm hoping that this event will impact more people, highlight more amazing stories. And with support like yourself, Colette, and many others on this summit, I'm hoping that this year's summit is going to be a success. Incredible, incredible. Um, just in the short period of time that I've been associated with you and with Women Thrive, I, it's just an amazing community of power. You know, um, the women that I have been exposed to and had the privilege of conversating with and co collaborating with has been incredible. 
What do you see going forth past 2022? I know um, March is just around the corner and it'll be here before we know it, but what is your vision for the future of this movement and this community that you have propelled forward in your passion? My mission is really to create a platform for all women all around the world to be empowered, to have their voices heard, to have their stories shared, and to have a place where they know they are supported and they're not alone. Because mm-hmm. I've been in those positions. I felt alone. I felt not supported. I felt like I didn't have a voice. I felt like the media didn't want to know about us women, especially women in entrepreneurship, high-achieving women, women with incredible stories, women with incredible missions and passions and the work that we do to transform the lives of others. I feel like we are very much overlooked and I feel like we need a platform of our own in order to be able to share our voices and our messages. So I'm leading the way forward with having a media platform where we have magazine where women can contribute. Um, We have a TV show coming this year where we can have host panels of women to discuss important topics. Have publishing platform and I'm hoping that this Women Thrive platform will become the next Forbes. Uh, for entrepreneurial women (laughs) and just continue building out and doing this amazing work and this isn't about me and it has never been about me and I always when I refer to our community I always say our community and we because only by all of us women coming together we're able to make impact and create a community Community isn't about one person. It's about all of us. Mm -hmm. And if one person is not empowered in a particular part of the world, how can we women say we're all empowered? Because we're not. So I'm hoping that through a global platform, by women sharing stories, experiences, challenges, solutions, We can actually learn from each other and be all empowered on this journey Mm -hmm. to have our voices, to be leaders, to rise, to feel confident and know that, you know what, we matter. Because Mm -hmm. when you empower a woman, she will transform the whole village. She will use the resources that she has, the knowledge and the skills that she has to make ripple effect in the whole community around her. Mm. That is the reason why I want to empower more women globally. That's incredible. And it's so, so very true. So as we start to wind down the interview, what is the message that you would like to convey to the woman that's starting out in entrepreneurship there, that we've gotten to 2022, we've decided that, okay, we're gonna step out in faith, but we're really, really afraid of what stepping out there might be like. What can you tell her to encourage her to take the leap? Well, I know it's scary to live our truth, but it's unbearable to live a lie. And it's unbearable if you're going to leave this earth 
have not fulfilled your highest potential. So I want every woman to fulfill her highest potential, to not be afraid. Because there is nothing to fear but the fear, the, the, the fear itself, right? Because a lot of the times our own mind creates um, a script of what could happen, what may happen. But in reality, when you actually step out and try, it's not as scary. So I want to encourage every single woman to go for her dreams, go for her goals. Every single day, conquer one fear. Go for it. Try it. Because it's not as scary as you think. And there is support. There is support. There is mentoring. There is community. And when you start to have conversations with others and attend events like ours, you start to realize that you're not alone. And this is what I discovered from the very first event when women were willing enough to be vulnerable and share their stories. I started to realize that we're not alone. We all have challenges or have been through challenges. But a lot of the times we live in fear, in shame, in social conditionings, and we're afraid to step out. But as Marian Williamson says, each one of us have a part to play in the healing of the world. And we must play that part because the world is waiting for you to heal it. Awesome. This has been incredible. You are incredible. Um, and I just, I love your passion for others. You know, that's really what it's all about. One of my favorite quotes um, has been attributed to, to Winston Churchill. And the quote says that history is going to be kind to me. I know because I am going to create it. And I really believe that you are one of those people that are going out there and creating history. You're, you are so pivotal in the movement of women coming into their own, them evolving from the back of the bus, so to speak, to stand upright and not be afraid of who they are and to embrace their femininity, to embrace the fact that they are a woman. You know, it's that I am woman, hear me roar. It's, you know, um, I, I am so, so blessed to have met you, have to have been connected to you and to the Woman Thrive movement, because literally it is a movement. I have definitely been blessed to, to sit here with you today and hear your story. Absolutely incredible. Bravo to all that you are doing, have done, and are yet to do in the evolution of womankind. I'm so, so excited for your future and for our future because of your efforts. So thank you. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you, Colette. I really feel like this is just the beginning of our journey. And I just this year, I feel like I truly become much more authentically aligned to my purpose, to my mm. calling and my mission on this planet. And I'm answering the calling. And this is what I encourage every woman to do. You have to answer the calling. No one else will be able to answer it for you. <laughs> so pick up the phone when the universe calls on you to step into the light. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, this is this has been incredible. And I have no doubt that everybody that hears or sees this will be inspired to be the very, very best that they can be and to exercise their voice to not not allow the trials and tribulations of life to rob them of their God-given ability to be a blessing in the lives of someone else, because that is what I believe you have embraced wholeheartedly. And so again, thank you for this honor to be able to sit here and to turn the tide on you (laughs) and uh, uh, allow you to be the interviewee. I know, I've been interviewing ladies for so long now. Sometimes it's nice to just be able to share my story. So I hope you're all feeling inspired, motivated um, to really go for it. And if you want a place where, you know, where other amazing women on a mission are coming together, then just know that the Women Thrive Summit is here for you. The Women in Business Club is here for you to support you on this journey. And certainly I'm not alone. I have some amazing women behind me and behind us and they're all here with very powerful missions and you know I know Colette you have an incredible story which I'm very excited to hear from you during our summit you have been so so amazing and supportive on the summit and just always willing to come forward and contribute your time and your knowledge and your wisdom and this is what I really appreciate and I believe that we can all learn from each other, young or old. We we got life experiences and wisdom to share. And this is where the power of all of us coming together lies. So thank you, Colette, for your time and interviewing me on our own platform. Thank you. Well, have an incredible day, ladies. This has been great. And on behalf of the Women Thrive Podcast, I pray that you have just been encouraged to to do you, to be the unique you, the authentic you that you were created to be. And God bless you. Thank you all. Have a good, wonderful rest of the day. Take care for now.